I'm Marianne Kolbesak McGee, Managing Editor of Healthcare Info Security. Under the recently released HIPAA Omnibus Final Rule, business associates and their subcontractors will be held liable for complying with HIPAA privacy and security requirements. Today I'm speaking with security and privacy consultant Susan Lucci from Just Associates, Inc., a consulting firm based in Denver. Susan is a former privacy officer and also serves as the 2013 co-chair for the Privacy and Security Practice Council of the American Health Information Management Association. Susan will discuss how business associates and subcontractors should prepare for the HIPAA Omnibus Final Rule, which takes effect March 26, 2013. However, covered entities, business associates, and subcontractors have until September 23rd to comply. Hi, Susan. Thank you for having me today. Well, thank you for joining us. Now, Susan, what steps should business associates and subcontractors be taking to comply with HIPAA Omnibus? Well, first of all, they're going to need to be sure they have all the basic requirements covered. These include items like identifying their privacy and security officer, conducting a HIPAA and security awareness training and updates for their staff, making sure that they have completed and updated all their policies and procedures in privacy, security, and breach notification, and that they have updated business associate agreements and get them out to their subcontractors if they use them. Finally, and probably most importantly, is to be sure that they have conducted and documented a comprehensive risk analysis. HHS has issued guidance on HIPAA audit protocol, and that can serve business associates as an excellent guide for policies and procedures. What should business associates be doing differently under HIPAA Omnibus compared to what they've done in the past in terms of safeguarding patient data, documentation, and so on? Well, the first thing is the recognition that what they've done previously no longer will be sufficient. And they're going to want to understand their direct responsibilities and liability level now that they are going to be held as accountable as covered entities. So after they've done a good review of the processes that they have established now, a good approach might be to perform a gap analysis compared to the final rule and see what else is remaining to be done. For example, if they work with subcontractors, their responsibility to ensure that all of them are compliant with the final rule is absolutely clear. They own this now. And additionally, they're going to want to ensure that they have everything in place regarding accounting of disclosures, provision of an access report of PHI, since the new rule enables patients to request this information. If it is not readily available in printed or electronic form in a readable format, they're going to need to find a way to be able to produce this moving forward. What do you think will be the biggest challenges for business associates and subcontractors under the new rule? Business associates are faced now with the realization that the Department of Health and Human Services and the Office of Civil Rights are very serious about conducting audits and enforcement of the established penalties. 
business associates that have done a good job meeting the basic requirements won't have to do much more than review and update their established practices. Those who have put this off, however, are going to have a very short timeline to get a tremendous amount of work done. The biggest challenges may come to business associates when they start reviewing updated business associate agreements from the covered entities that they work with. And they're going to recognize that the language in these agreements have changed. New business associate agreements place many more requirements and potentially transfer direct costs to the business associates in the case of a breach. You can do a quick Google search to find out that the costs of breach are significant. They can range anywhere from $10,000 up to a million dollars, and these aren't penalties. These are just the internal costs of remediating the breach and getting all the work done that goes along with it. So buttoning up gaps in practice, particularly with subcontractors, is going to be key. We are seeing more and more business associate agreements now that transfer all the costs of breach remediation over to the business associate. And this is likely to continue to be normal practice. When you consider that 20% of the breaches impacting over 12 million patients have happened on the business associate side, it's pretty clear that this is a problem that needs dramatic improvement. How do you think the new breach notification standard will impact business associates and subcontractors now that they have to comply? What business associates need to understand, first of all, is that they can be pursued directly and have penalties assessed up to $1.5 million under the law. What isn't directly stated in the law is the reputational loss and loss of business that can and does take place when a breach occurs. Where business associates and subcontractors are not implementing encryption is one area where they will pose the greatest risk. For example, let's say a business associate provides a desktop or a laptop computer to an employee to conduct work for them. And let's say for this example, the employee keeps PHI on it. If the employee terminates the relationship with the employer and fails to return that computer or laptop, there is significant risk of breach with that computer. This essentially is a computer that has been stolen and would need to be reported that way. So the first challenge that the business associate would have is to make a determination of how much PHI was on that computer. Then they'll have to go through the breach notification process and notify the covered entity under the new breach provisions. It's way more complex now that the harm threshold has been removed. It has been replaced with a required four-factor risk assessment. And what this means is you have to do these four steps to determine that it is not a reportable breach. So the first thing you have to do is identify the nature and extent of the PHI involved. You have to state who the unauthorized person was who used the PHI or to whom the disclosure was made. Third step is whether or not the PHI was actually acquired or viewed. 
And then four, the extent to which the risk to PHI has been mitigated. In other words, assurances from trusted third parties that the information was destroyed. And in the case of a stolen laptop, that's going to be extremely difficult unless it was fully encrypted. So for business associates who are providing equipment, they're going to need to consider the implications of cases like these and others and develop a plan of mitigating this risk. Otherwise, they may need to report this as a breach to the covered entity. Do you think the HIPAA omnibus rule will bring changes in how organizations prepare for possible HIPAA audits? And if so, what sort of changes do you think they should be ready for? Well, Marianne, it certainly should change how they're doing this, and let's hope that that does take place. If organizations haven't devoted adequate time and resources to this yet, with the final rule effective March 26th and compliance by September 23rd, 2013, they're going to need to make this a priority right now. They need to evaluate internal practices and validate that the documentation is reflective of their internal procedures. You know, having good practices is important, but having documentation that proves good practice is now required. Next, they're going to need to identify where those gaps are and establish practices that align with the requirements. HHS has made it very clear that no one handling PHI is off limits to audits and enforcement. We can expect to see continued audits that will now include business associates with limited advance notification time. In December 2012, we saw the first penalty of $50,000 for a breach of less than 500 patients. So everyone, no matter how large or how small, must tighten up their practices and get in compliance and safeguard PHI. Thanks, Susan. I've been speaking to consultant Susan Lucci. I'm Marianne Kolbasek-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.